Good evening. And good night. Yeah! Awesome. My name is John. My name is Dom. My name is Arvin. And this is Behind the Scenes. I don't even know the name of the of podcast. Our best days. No, you got it. You got it. Behind got the it. scenes of our best, best days. days. Yeah. And we actually have a guest on Very with us. Very special. Thank I'm, you for being here. I'm nervous. I feel like I have to address the fact that, do I like do this when I talk? You can, you can speak to whoever you prefer. Okay. You can look right at the camera if you want. Well, my allergies are bad, so that's why my voice sounds like this. I just don't want people to oh. think I'm trying to have like a cool radio <laughs> voice. We record early in the morning, so it's fair if the voice is early. I'm like, and I screamed into my pillow for two hours last night <laughs> so that I could have a cool voice today. But. Anyway. Dom DeMeo is joining us. I know you know who he is if you're familiar with our podcast. And if you don't know who he is, yeah, um, he actually serves here. What is it that you do? At I was actually excited to hear your description, but I... I'll tell you mine after you show me. <laughs> okay. Go ahead. Um, you're like whale. <laughs> no. Before the podcast started, he told me I looked like a whale. So no. Not. We're talking um, about Brendan we Fraser. We're talking about Jonah and the whale, the Bible story. <laughs> he identified... I told him to identify. As Most Jonah. people identify with Jonah. I identified oh. as the whale. <laughs> you know, everyone sees themselves as the hero. Um, what do you do here? Tell us. Okay, so I'm know. creative director for Victory Worship. Beautiful. Which includes being on the team, writing for the team. Yeah. Um, social media, merch. Yeah. Conference specials. Yeah. Photo shoots, and then it kind of just bleeds into everything. Yeah. Um, and then now, as of this year. I'm on the production team right. for all of our That's productions. Right yeah, yeah. So yeah. It's been Absolutely. really it's been great. Exciting. Our, that was music. in my description exactly. That was what I was okay. saying. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And what's been cool is, you know, years a few years ago, it was I so I was doing a lot of things with our productions and I was trying to do everything. And then Arvin was a blessing as he came on to help me in the writing side of things. And he also oversees live production. Dom was a blessing as he came on, not only as a best friend, mm, mm. as my best friend, Heck yeah. but also as helping out with the music, with the productions. Yeah. And the music has gone to a whole new level. Absolutely. And as you guys, if, if any of you guys have ever watched any of the productions, or even if you haven't, it's okay. We don't hold it again. Pause now and go watch YouTube. Yeah, it. Yeah. yeah, actually disregard this podcast <laughs> and just go watch uh, Victory yeah. Productions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, we are recording this uh, right now in March 31st of 2023, and we are seven days out from... Easter 2023. Oh my right. God. Right. Yeah. Six days. Yeah. Every yes. time people remind me, they're like, Easter's production starts in six days. I'm like, Whoa. yes. That's, you're like, I'm aware. Yeah. I'm aware. <laughs> but yeah, no, I remember like being in production is one of the first things that I did at Victory. And Volunteering? Yeah. Amazing. And then I. Well, who did you play? What did you do? You sang? I was it? a disciple when you were Jesus. Yeah. yeah. And he had me sing a song. It was the, oh Lord, my bones are shaking. It was during a healing montage. Yeah. It was during the garden. After oh, Judas betrayed Jesus, it played. Oh, that's right. Yep. But Healing Montage remember, was like two years later. Two yeah. years later. No, he's put me through the ringer with these roles. <laughs> Let me just explain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The fake these beard. are the roles that so, I asked Dom <clears throat> to play oh. in with the past productions. Yeah. Okay, so I was. A, it's not even necessarily the roles. I just have to explain what I had to look like. Exactly. Um, exactly. <laughs> the first show, I, I literally looked like I was a brown paper bag. <laughs> As a disciple, yeah. head completely covered. It was bad. Yeah. The next year, it was Christmas, and it's when you had me do the panini beard. <laughs> oh, the panini beard. Tell me why I was in 60 seconds of this show. 60 seconds in the back, not even like the lead. Yeah. And he still asked me to actually shave my beard like you would have thought a panini press 
And I'm like, oh, if I'm having to go Kanye through. Glasses. But originally he wanted me to do the panini beard and bleach my hair. And I'm like, oh, I must be doing something extremely significant since yeah. I have to do all of these things yeah. to my physical appearance. <laughs> 60 seconds in that show. But it was totally worth it. 60 strong seconds. Dude. Um, and then it got better from then on out because I got to help kind of Just decide so what I do. Know, the character, the character that Dom did play was Boaz. Yeah. Oh, okay. And yes. then let me talk so about this one. <laughs> let's just first settle the score of every youth pastor, young adult pastor, pastor in the nation preaches a sermon about find your Boaz. Oh, yeah. I casted him as that person that every yeah. Christian girl Absolutely. is looking for. Absolutely. That's so sweet, actually. That's yeah. sweet. Even though it was only 60 seconds, it was 60 seconds. Well, no, no, no. Well, Boaz was a, well, Boaz was a different show. That one, that they, was they had beard. no panini beard was when I literally I was a pedal head. Oh, that's oh right. hilarious. Um, Sorry, but no, but for Boaz, let's talk about that one. Yeah. Super glue on your face. <laughs> I remember every night I was sobbing just in makeup. This. <laughs> okay. This makes it sound like production's a bad experience. It is no, the best experience of your is, life, but yeah. it is just funny to look at the phases of the things. That's that true. And then I've you made my dream do. come true uh, in Son of Heaven. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We, we that was my favorite production. Switch. We talked about that for years mm -hmm. about a bait and switch with Judas, not knowing who the disciple was. And then it being Judas. And I'll never forget, I, my scene was right after yours, Reveal. And I would stand backstage. And I really enjoyed uh, when the whole time you guys are disciples. And they, they know who you are. But they don't know who Dom's mm -hmm. character is exactly. And then that you reveal that you were Judas the whole time. Yeah. And they all fell in love with you, the two-thirds of the show. And then the last third of it, you like pull up and you do the thing. You betray and all this stuff happens. And I would hear an audible gasp in Every the man, woman, and child was I offended. I loved it so much because I was like, oh, they did it. Like, it worked. But the thing that nobody talks about is then I had to lead them in worship seven days that's later. That's true, that's true, that's true. And everyone was mad at me. <laughs> yeah. No, okay, More so like this. When I've ever, I, whenever I've gone to pick up my kids in after-school care and Dom has been with me, yeah. they've they gone, still bring it up. you're Judas. And that was... <laughs> Why'd you betray Jesus? <laughs> Literally, it's been three years. Amazing. Yes. And then I'm like, oh, we'll redeem it. And then I'm the innkeeper. Yeah. And then they're like, why don't you let Mary in the inn? And then I'm like, okay, this Easter will fix yeah. it. And then you'll see. Yeah. <laughs> So, but well, by the time by this, the time this out, episode is out, Easter has happened. Another bait and switch. Yeah. I turned on you at the end. You were Malchus. Yeah. I'm like, when are y'all gonna cast me as Jesus? <laughs> like, give me something positive. Like, oh well, my god, it's all positive. You identify as the cross, not Jesus. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <laughs> Most You're people what? see themselves as Jesus. Oh I see god. myself as oh the cross. My god. He carried me. He I'm the mountain they stood on. on. Yes. <laughs> oh, no. Funny. Anyway, but. I you did a lot of production work, and then you took over doing music. Yes. So I remember being like, it was during Son of Heaven. Yeah. And we were singing a song together. Yeah. And I think it came from, I think it came from me just trying to help you with the singing. Like, you were like, can you help me sing it? Yeah. And in that, it was like, why don't you just, can I write these? Like, yeah, I really want to write absolutely. them. Um, and it was like, a, it was a slow entrance, like helping sure. with one song here, helping with another song yeah, here. several years. And then ended up becoming... This thing that yeah. I remember just honestly doing it without any title or anything. Yeah. And then I remember sitting there and That's watching right. the credits roll. Yeah. And I was listed as a, yeah. what is it? For it. What, right. Yeah. What are the, what was it? A pro I think it was uh, a pro production credits, a yeah. producer. Yeah, absolutely. It was like you two, Ryan, Jill. And then I, and I was like, yeah. what the, like, yeah. I don't even. Well, and that's because of the, I'm, I'm often the one typing that list up. And if we're in con consistent meeting after meeting where the idea that we go with comes up and you go, yeah, what about what if it was this? We go, yeah, let's do that. 
then yeah. of course that's what happens. Yeah. So now it's like we have probably our team has grown significantly. And yeah. It's yeah. been amazing to watch it happen because not a lot of it has been like we need to find somebody. It's more like Lord. What do you have in mind for this show? Yeah, and it starts with John doing that and Pastor Paul, and Pastor Ashley doing that. And then as it evolves from there, I got to get involved. And then Spencer Click, who's our cinematographer, he has so much good fe- input and feedback. And then Ryan Stafford, Jill Stafford. And then here we are. Dom is like aware of music at a level that I don't think I, I'm certainly I was I've never been aware of. Same. Yeah. And so it's just taken off. And so I think this I know that now our, our music is out. And people can hear it, but I'm, I'm right now as we're hearing some of the bits and pieces of the oh, song. Oh, it's the best. Stuff. It's the best music. I really yeah. like. I actually have parents walk up to me from a couple previous shows, like the stuff we did together for Pilgrims, the stuff we did for other uh, productions before, and they're like, "My kids are still listening to it." Yeah, and I'm like shocked that they're. I have forgotten the rap from Son of Heaven, but there are kids who yeah. have that memory. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's crazy. That's so that's going to cool. happen here with this song as well. Oh, I think it will songs. happen with this show more than ever. I love it. I don't know what happened, but I feel like there was, I don't know, for me. Yeah. I remember after Christmas, I was like, I don't know why I feel so determined uh, to make sure that this next production's music is stuff that you will listen to, even yeah. if you did not see the show, Yeah. even if you were not a Christian. Yeah. Like, this is... I mean, because I do worship yeah. all the time, Yeah, like this is an opportunity to right. make something that is still worship. Like, yes, of course. I understand. I get it. Right, right. It's on a, a Hobby Lobby sure. sign somewhere. Sure. Um, but yeah. it's still worship, but it's something that maybe I mean, you're not going to do this in a worship set. Like it's yeah. very different. So yeah. anyway, I think that exciting. right there is the modern version of when we talk about um, in the Old Testament, God gave people, his name's Bezalel, and he had like a team of the people. He's, they are artists, they're craftsmen who, it says the Spirit of God were, was on them to create specific things that would house the presence of God. Yeah. I think there's a lot of weird over-spiritualization of that nowadays, but that right there, what you're talking about, I know that feeling. Because remember, um, we had a year where it was like Pilgrim's Playlist, five weeks later oh was The God. Secret Gift, and then right after that was... Um, Easter. Mm. And I remember after Christmas feeling like, oh boy, uh, after Pilgrims, I was like, I'm exhausted. I don't know how I'm going to do two shows in the next few months. And then after Christmas, over the Christmas break, what you just said happened to me with the 33 AD yeah. raps. I remember it like it was just in my head and I wrote all three of them in one night and I was like, oh, I can't believe I have so much energy to do right. this. And that happened with this one with yeah. you for all the, um, the, the songs for Easter. Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah. And I think that the key is on, like what you said from that scripture, is the spirit of the Lord was on them to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So as you guys, if you have ever, if this is your first time listening to the podcast, this is basically the behind the scenes of victory. Um, You know, and like what we've said in the past, we say this confession at every chapel service about our best days are right in front of us. And we do believe that we are hopeful. Now we are not, um, we're not ignorant to the things that are not our best days. Like we're like, mm. those don't exist. We totally have bad. Yeah. I, I do think there's bad days. There yeah. is. There is. <laughs> and it comes down to your perspective and yeah. what we, what you choose to say. And yeah. so we're grateful for Pastor Paul and Ashley always being a place that speaks faith and positivity. Yeah. In that, <clears throat> this podcast, we love talking about what it looks like behind the scenes yeah. of 
the best days yeah and how it's not always perfect how mm. um you know the funny cringy things and then also stuff that's like very practical yeah. and i think that you know the the great thing about having dom on the show is that he volunteered so many hours right that he served yeah for so long right and it, and and like never really asked to be on staff. Mm -hmm. It was like doors open for it. Mm -hmm. Where I do believe that there are some people in the world, mm. you know, specifically Absolutely. in church, that they sure. just expect a platform. Yeah. Before getting paid. Right. Before serving. Yeah. And it wasn't always easy for mm -hmm. Dom right. to do that. And so people, you know, may say, um, "Oh, I would love to do this, this, and this." And right. It, and you know, and the, there's a paycheck attached mm -hmm. to it. Now, here's the thing. Mm -hmm. Those of you who are gifted and talented, I believe you are worthy of pay. Sure. I, I'm not yes. for free labor. Right. I, I will say, I do see in the past God's favor and on people who literally have served a lot yeah. and have had multiple chances to be offended and quit and then they stay. Yeah. Like, this is where I believe if those of you who maybe are working at a church you need or, or serving at a church, you need to stay long enough to get offended. Mm, mm -hmm. Be there, mm -hmm. get offended, yeah. and then see what you choose. Right. I think then you're able to be in ministry. For sure. Like you have to stay long enough to be hurt. Yeah. That's why I don't believe someone is in love with someone until they've been hurt. Right. Like I feel like yeah. love, you have to be hurt. Yeah. You have to be hurt yeah. because love is always a choice. That's good. All right. So in all of that, as we're talking through this, um, you know, within the behind the scenes, there's multiple things that happen uh, within as of right now, you know, we're coming out of the production. Yeah. Uh, but also there are things that w what Dom does bring that I would love to talk about is in meetings, whether it's creative meetings or just uh, boring meetings or if there's new hires or if there are yeah. um, volunteers serving there is this aura and maybe some of you guys have felt this you know oh, yeah and, and, and some of you who don't even work in a church you have felt this need where you don't have permission to say what you feel <laughs> yeah you don't have you and some of you guys know what I'm talking about you may be yeah. in a relationship or maybe you're in this um, unique dynamic where you have a boss or maybe you are a boss uh -huh. um, but you still feel like you don't have per you're walking on eggshells you don't have permission to say facts mm -hmm. um, and you can actually say facts without being mean mm -hmm. yeah you know yeah because for us victory moves at, at a fast pace mm -hmm. that like if we don't say facts mm -hmm. in a certain meeting then something can go can move forward mm -hmm. and people can get hurt. Mm -hmm. Things can be not good. And if one of our if one of our victory um, cultures is excellence, mm -hmm. I believe that you can be excellent, but facts have to be said. Right. And facts can be said not being a booty head. Mm -hmm. You yeah. know what I mean? Absolutely. Not being mean. Yeah. yeah. So one thing that I would love to open up the can of worms is is have you guys ever been in a situation, whether it's a social setting, yeah. you're at a party, or maybe you're in a meeting, and you're thinking to yourself, why is no one saying anything? <laughs> yeah. Go. <clears throat> oh, man. Yeah. What a can. Right? What a can of worms. <laughs> you identify as the can, not the can. Yeah. Yeah. 
Nice. Um, a word of the day is identify. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I think there is a time and place for everything. And I think my biggest thing is if you, it all comes down to the point of a meeting. Mm -hmm. There are meetings that are recap and it's shout outs and it's testimonies and it's what did you get from the word? It's yeah. how did you receive from the worship? It's what's a great conversation you had in the lobby? Like, like that, like that is sure, what sure. that is what our jobs are. Our yeah. job is ministry. That's yeah. what we're supposed to talk about. Yeah. Then there are meetings where it's like, okay, we need to plan this event. Yeah. We need to plan this conference, um, especially like years like this where mm -hmm. we have Christmas production, and then oh my gosh, yeah, this is a great example. Yeah, absolutely, Christmas production. Mm -hmm. Then. Christmas Eve and Christmas Day yes. is two weeks later, which is on a, Saturday on a Saturday and a Sunday. <laughs> lined up and then weekend. New Year's yeah. Eve and New Year's Day right. fell on a Saturday and a Sunday. That's right. And then we had conference 11 days later. 11 days later. Yeah. At some point, yeah. we got we to gotta shove our <laughs> words aside. and the yeah. testimonies in our pockets yeah, for later. We have a conference to put on yeah. in 11 days. Work to be done. And the whole point of having those things move along is because there's lives at the end of it. There Absolutely. are people that will go to hell yeah. if they, yeah, you know, yeah, if this isn't yeah. good. Like no. th there's so much, there's a, there is a heavy burden. That's why we do it. It's not for right. us to have a cool conference that we all high sure. five about at the end of the day. Exactly. It's like at the end of the day, no matter what happens, no matter right. who, what we're doing, yeah. that room is going to be filled with 5,000 people every right. night, you know? Right, right. And I don't know how many people can fit in there, no, but sure. yeah. close to that. So right. we have to have a good conference, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And um, led by the Holy Spirit. Yes. And, you know, um, I think I'm someone that believes you can say kind of anything to anyone in a meeting if you preface it correctly. Sure. Okay, but so give me an example. There's, so I come up and I go, <clears throat> all right, so... Uh, and I'm in this meeting and it's now been 15 minutes into the meeting and yeah. I am still talking about, um, you know, like what God is speaking to right. me. Yeah. But we're there in yeah. the meeting yes. to talk about conference lobby. If it's my meeting, yeah. I, like, because most of these meetings are not mine. Yeah. But if it was my meeting it, and yeah. one, I have to imagine it's not you because if it's you, I'm just like, John, love you. Be quiet. Like we're going to keep going. <laughs> yeah. But if it's someone that you don't have that relationship with. Yeah. For me, it's like, hey, you have to say things like, hey, what you're saying right now is important. Yeah. Like, obviously, this what we're doing right now has to do with what God is speaking to right, us. Right. I think we all have things that God is speaking to us. Yeah. The best way for us to explain what God is speaking to us right. is through creating yeah. whatever it is we're here to do. That's right. So, you know, we have meetings where people, you know, yeah. will... Take ramble. take up a lot of time and they ramble. Yeah. And you can tell that every person in the room is like, My God, <laughs> we get it. Yeah. Like what you said is good. Right. And but halfway through you're kind of saying the same thing because you kind of you and kind people of people feel yeah. like they don't have the permission to be like, All right, let's move because it's a church. That's yes. Right. That's and right. I think that's so yeah. behind the scenes. That's yeah. so good. That's extremely yeah. behind. Yeah. But it's real. It's yeah. so real. Just and I it. think, you know, I also, you have to realize that not everybody is you. Sure. I'm the type of person that if I'm talking too much and I'm taking too much time, yeah. even if I don't know you that well, yeah. I do kind of want you to be like, hey, everyone is ready to move on. Yeah, yeah. And I'm going to be like, thank you so much for saying that because yeah. I probably could have kept going. Yeah, sure. So I sometimes deliver that to other people and yeah. then they're like, I was not ready for that. Why are you so rude? Why yeah. do you shut people down? What? I've had people, yeah. Yeah. I've had people say, yeah, no. So. <laughs> yes, talk. No, it's. <laughs> Why is no one saying anything? That's the title of this podcast. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, you know, I will give that 
to people, you know, mm-hmm. and sometimes they don't expect it. But I think when people, at least for me, from my experience, when people end up working with me long enough, yeah, I will say 99% of the people in my life mm-hmm. know my heart mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. why I'm saying the things that I'm yeah. saying. Absolutely. And the ones that don't, I don't think have to accept it. That's good. Um, yeah. And, you know, at this point, if I'm in a meeting and someone's taking too long or someone's talking about something that's off topic or we yeah. need to keep going or yeah. the idea is just bad. <laughs> yeah. Like I am at a point in my yeah. life here yeah. where yeah. I kind of say, yeah. I think that idea is bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's why I kind of do hate, I hate blue sky meetings. Yeah. Which I don't, if you don't know what a blue sky meeting oh, is, yeah. I don't know. If, is that a victory term? I don't know. I've actually heard it before <laughs> elsewhere, but go ahead. You bring everyone and their mom and their cousin and their dog and into a meeting and you have everybody share with their big ideas for an event. Right. I I think it's dumb. I, <laughs> Tell I, us why. I, I kind of hate because it. Because you have experience that's made you feel that way. You just have to know, at least at Victory, I can only speak about Victory yeah. where I work. It may yeah. work other places. But here, mm-hmm. 90% of the things that are said are not going to happen. It's like the it sky is, is cloudy with a chance of meatballs. <laughs> yeah, and there's and there, I identify with the meatballs. Um, <laughs> But, and it's like, most of these are not going to get taken. It is a waste of time. And yeah. at Victory, at least, the, the event is probably in seven days. <laughs> yeah, Victory so, do be doing big events yes. in seven days. So yeah. it's like, I don't have time to hear, yeah. Yeah, 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 not yeah. even me, none no of us, one. even you no who one. is saying this, yes. you actually don't even have the time. That's right. Because everyone in that room is busy. No one in there is bored. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. we all have stuff to do. Right. Something that I have enjoyed we did this for the first time with Victory Youth Conference. They mm. pulled me in to do their creative. And three of us went and created everything. Beautiful. From top to bottom. Yeah. Not one hole was missed. Yeah. Like PCO yeah. filled out. Excellent. Whatever. Yeah. Then we had a meeting with all of those people that would have been in the blue sky. Sure, sure. And we told them this is the yeah. plan. Yeah. And then you can open up the grounds for, did we miss anything? Would this not go well? Would this transition not mm-hmm. be good? Because mm-hmm. so there's things that I miss them, all the time. You're giving them a structure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're giving them a structure to like dream and create in as yeah. opposed to a blank canvas. Right. right. Yeah, because then you end up yeah. just talking about things that yeah. you don't need to talk about that aren't going to happen. And yeah. I understand this whole thing of like making sure that everybody's voice is heard. And mm-hmm. I get that. But I don't mm-hmm. think everybody's voice needs to be heard in every scenario. Yeah. And if your system and your organization is set up well, mm-hmm. everybody's voice is heard in their lanes of their mm-hmm. jobs. Yeah. But there's sometimes in these blue sky meetings and I'm like, I know that you're busy with other things that mm-hmm. you control and you have a mm-hmm. lot of say in. Mm-hmm. But in this meeting, it will be a waste of time to mm-hmm. hear right. your 10 minute sure. like, con- like spiel about something, yeah. which I know it can sound bad, but... It's also realizing that there's meetings that if I was in, mm-hmm. I would be a waste of time. Mm. I was in a meeting this week where I was like, I actually don't think I should be here. I think mm-hmm. that I am holding back mm. this, the speed of, in which this gets done, yeah. you know? Yeah. So that demands anyway. a, a grasp on reality that not everyone is born with. Cause we're talking about victory behind the scenes, but the reality is that's just our gateway into the conversation around management and around communication and then the underbelly of that is emotional intelligence because I really I think I can use this word I really despise the idea that my relationship with the Lord can be militarized and used as why I should talk I don't see the leaders that I excuse me I don't see the leaders that I respect a lot, the ones I get to meet with in private, I don't see them doing that. I don't see them, uh, there is a trick when you're like, 
I don't know. It doesn't. It's not dependent on how long one's been a believer, but like when you get into a role, if you haven't clarified between your identity and your calling, and you don't let the Holy Spirit sit comfortably between the two, and they're like both of those things are different. Very different. Very 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 different. It's like the theme of the podcast consistently. The Holy Spirit has to sit between the two of them, and if He's not comfortable between the two, it's because you're smashing them together. And I've seen that happen myself. And I've seen it in other places where I'm like, you think that um, your perceived proximity to God gives you the right to just demolish other people in conversation. I'm not talking to you or you. I'm talking about in general. Like bulldoze. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm or, like, or, I don't do that. No, <laughs> no, I mean, in general, I really I think it's silly because it's not biblical. When you look at scriptural examples, whether Old Testament or New Testament, there were systems put in place. There were processes put in place. I think it's Jethro who comes to Moses and is like, dude, why are you having all these meetings? Why are you doing all this stuff? And he's like, I have to lead the people. And he's like, I identify as Jethro. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Having that conversation. (laughs) Yeah. And he goes, look. Put people in charge of groups of 50, 500, whatever the uh, whatever delineations are and let them have systems and take. And then he says, choose people who fear God and who won't accept bribes because then you won't have incorrect information. And I feel like that's such a we need management skills, communication skills. And then because of the nature of what we do, it demands emotional intelligence. And sometimes we'll laugh and enjoy and think it's funny, but we'll be in meetings. uh, I'm not subtweeting anybody. I just mean in general i've heard it where it's like hey this is a meeting for 40 minutes to do this um this is not a small group yeah and that's tough for people yes this is not here to go like your journey we love it we respect it we want to hear about it at the appropriate time because right now we're talking about what's going to happen two days from now yep and i know that that's that can come that's like sandpaper to some people who are like I just assume that because it's church and because God is so personal to me that I'm going to get to just decide how that thing goes. And what bums me out about that is that that is a way the enemy actually turns believers against themselves because he's like, you're going to you're militarize your relationship with God into bulldozing other people. And it's like, well, now this isn't going to get done. And yeah. what about these five volunteers who are going to work from, you know, 7 p.m. to 4 a.m. instead of 8 a.m. to 9 or excuse me, 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. because you didn't want to like right. focus on the mission. Right. I find that really uh, strange because if anyone should be laser focused on their mission, it should be the church. Yeah. And I know obviously it happens very well, very often. We get the privilege of doing that here. But I've seen that in myself and in other places. And I'm like, that's not really going to work long term. And you'll find often that most people who do that, it's because the motive was um, they don't actually have anything to say. It's they don't feel seen and heard in their life. Yeah. And so it's hard to be in a meeting with somebody and be like, I know that right now what you really, really are bringing to this meeting is not your idea. It's your it's your woundedness and it's uninvestigated. Yeah. And I, I'm still working on this is in the pro like, how do you address that? I don't know that I'm the one. Who I don't know all if time. you would address that in like a Tuesday meeting. I don't, you I, wouldn't, you, you wouldn't, go, you go, Hey, you wouldn't. Thank you for sharing. I think that you're addressing from your wound. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think They'd you go, um, yeah, you go, they you, jump out you the have, window. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, there are subtle ways in the meetings where, uh, you, you move on and stay on thing, 
uh, on on mission. But all that to say, yeah. I'm a student of this. I'm fascinated by this, and you have a unique ability consistently to gently help stay on focus. Yeah, and that's fascinating. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you know where you got it? Did you just did you just have it forever? I don't know. I mean, I do think it's from God. That's good. But also, that's a gift. I will say before I say that, I think too, like with these meetings. I mean, there's been meetings where it was that exact thing. Like this feels like a small group. Yeah. But it actually is just to examine processes and make sure things are happening right. right. And I've even, I mean, I've texted him. This is not what this meeting's supposed to be. It's mm-hmm. taking too long. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And in that moment, sometimes you just kind of have to read the room of like, okay, we're kind of in too deep right now. Sure. This meeting is probably just going to feel a little small groupy today. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. moving forward, we need yeah. to fix this. It doesn't call anyone out. And what right. I was going to say, and you kind of started saying it, mm. is if there is anyone who was looking at it as a small group to let out their emotions and mm-hmm. cry and say what they're saying, I then go to do you not have this in your life? Right. Wow. And, and it, which is kind of, it's what you're saying. Whoa. Cause I know for me, I know that I have mm-hmm. the relationships and the friendships and the circles and the environments to do that. Yeah. That's not in a meeting. Yeah. 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 So I, I do think that that is a huge part of it. Cause yeah. it's like, I've been in meetings where I've looked around not anytime recently uh, or even mm-hmm. here, mm-hmm. but it's like, where I look around and I'm like, what do these people do outside of this That's room, outside of the people in this room? Sure, sure. And it shows in their um, input mm. in these meetings, yeah. you know. Anyway, wow. so but I will say not to be like that guy that brings up strength finders. No, because you it. ask why I yeah, have this. Let me ask you for all of those who are listening and watching, what is strength finders? Oh, I think you would answer that better than me. Yeah. Arvin, what is strength finders? <laughs> so there are several different uh, organizations that help people figure out themselves. And Strength Finders is one of the best ones out there that we found. There are a lot of good ones. Um, but essentially, you take this lengthy test that asks you questions, and it tells you your your top 30-something strengths, but it tells you your top five and how they may influence the life that you're living in, what kind of person you are. So we as an organization, Victory, our, our leadership was kind enough to pay really, for yeah. us to really, do it. Um, it was one of the best things. Yeah. Runner, yeah. Uh, Pastor Ashley. Pastor Ashley. Yeah. made it happen it, it was, was one of the best things everyone awesome. talks about it yeah that was the best yeah. Ashley is because she's like every time there's an issue with a person mm-hmm. um, who's who's on staff Pastor Ashley goes well what are their strengths mm-hmm. yeah because she's like you just invited them to a meeting that has nothing to do with their strength. you just put them in a place you just gave them a responsibility yeah that, and she's like focus on people's strengths because when you're in your strengths you are full of life you mm-hmm. feel like you're here on purpose because yeah. you have a purpose yeah you know what i mean yeah yeah so anyways sorry yeah so and strengths. yeah so mine my top one was command uh-huh everyone is shocked yeah um <laughs> you identify identify as commander <laughs> uh command communication yeah um strategic yes individualization beautiful which shocked me because i'm like i don't feel like i hate being an individual like i'm very like <laughs> i'm just more of a codependent <laughs> needy person um as i've been yeah. told um and i told him he was needy in our friendships <laughs> i'm not this offended it was funny scenes, mm. so no it, well. no it was funny you have to have the people you have to have stuff. those conversations yeah if he didn't say that i'd be like why is no one saying anything <laughs> exactly um, exactly but individualization not that yeah. anyone cares yeah. and it has nothing to do with this but it's um it's like remembering specific things about people. Interesting. Which I think is cool. That is cool. And then my fifth one was 
um, competition. Yeah. Um, anyway, but the combination of all of those three really does help yeah. with what we're talking definitely, about. Definitely. Um, and kind of like how you're saying, it's like if you're having, if there's issues with somebody in their job yeah. and you look at their strengths, it's like, I remember in my office, yeah. honestly, we went around and we all said our strengths. Mm. And like, there are people who's, I'm gonna butcher. Sure. I don't know if these are strengths, but there were people in there who their strengths were like unity mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm. um, encouragement yeah. and um, giving. Like, yeah, I, yeah, like yeah. I don't know if those were actually no, the, sure. yeah. but they were more like that, yeah. which obviously the whole entire world needs those things. I have a strong, uh, thought that possibly those are like on like the bottom of mine mm-hmm. um, that I need to work on. But then it's like, okay, well maybe there's issues because you're having these people be in meetings where they have mm-hmm. to plan a conference, mm-hmm. but that's like and not when, their strength. In their heart mm-hmm. and in their strengths is more pastoral. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and then if you great. bring them into the second half, which is, hey, here's a plan. Yeah. Now the things that you're good at and that you have a strength in, how can you bring that here? Because yeah. that's not where I'm at. Yeah, you know, like I may miss drop the ball on those things, right, right. you know, but we don't need to have a have a blue sky meeting where you're mm-hmm. planning, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. like what's on an LED wall. You know, no, right. So right. anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. And one thing that I'm very, very grateful for um, here and I and some of you guys who work probably at whether it's different ministries or different organizations regardless where you are or if you're self-employed you know is I think that with every single person if you are a believer you believe that God has put innate strengths in every single individual and if you begin looking at people like like a Crayola box mm. with all these different colors. Yeah. They're all necessary. Yeah. Yeah. You know Absolutely. what I mean? Absolutely. And sometimes something that I would get frustrated with yeah. is I would be like, if, if I was, for instance, this is such a wild allegory, but my mm-hmm. kids are big into coloring. Mm-hmm. So if I was coloring, you know, a panda bear, my son has a panda bear, uh, mm-hmm. coloring, uh, notebook. Yeah. Right. And, you have specific colors to color a panda yeah. bear, yeah. you know? And then imagine if I took a yellow crown and I was like, why is it not coming out black? Mm, right. Then all of a sudden I'm a frustrated artist. Right, right, Because right. I'm trying to force someone. Yeah, you're probably you know, harming like, the crayon too. Yeah, I'm you're... harming the crown. <laughs> so think about that with people. It's like yeah. if someone shows you their true colors, don't try to repaint them. Wow, that's so good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was good. Yeah. Was absolutely. it? That was I'm going to say that again. <laughs> that was a little good. If someone shows you their true colors, don't try to repaint them. That's good. That was a little good. Um, <laughs> Wait, how did you, what were you drawing with? Say it again. Crown? You say oh, crayon? Sorry. Oh, I man. say crown. How do you say it? I gotta go. <laughs> Why is no one saying anything? <laughs> that's because, my okay, least favorite thing in the world. Crown, spell it. C-R-A-Y-O-N. I know it's pronounced crayon, but it's kind of like how yeah. I say Tulsa. Yeah. You just and people go, it's Tulsa. Yeah. And I'm like, at what point am I going to pay a Tulsa booth, a toll booth? It's not. <laughs> Sorry. I know that I'm getting guys. Fighting. We just totally went on a random rabbit trail. <laughs> Sorry. Are we allowed to do that on here? Yeah, dude. Okay, good. Yeah, well, no, dude. you were saying something really good. And I was like, that's the haiku no, was good. Shows you their true colors, the haiku. Colors. And, and then you said crown. And I. I, it all went, I was like, oh my god! Crayon, drawing with a crayon. No, but it was good. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> bottom line is, is that I think that if you are ever in the behind the scenes, yeah, within an organization, and yeah. this should 
be with anyone. Mm-hmm. Or if you're a parent and you have kids, yeah, like I, my kid currently is playing little league baseball. My mm. middle son Jude, and it is very, very. Un- there is a kid who is a foot and a half taller than every single person, and he is just not necessarily super coordinated. Mm-hmm. Um, and they keep on putting him in positions that require coordination mm-hmm. when in reality there is within baseball mm-hmm. um, there is this first base usually yeah usually you put your tallest person on first base i don't know why mm-hmm. i think because in little league they're trying to get the first person out so they always are throwing to first base there is a kid currently on first base that is simon birch that nice. is like oh i love that movie yeah. like cute kid yeah but like i could put him in my pocket yeah that's how (laughs) small he is yeah now precious he is the coach's son yeah they overthrow this kid yeah every single time yeah and he's always jumping up trying to get it and i'm like all you have to do is just put them in the right position sure because the tall kid can catch for sure you don't have to be you have him in the outfield running yeah trying to get balls Put the put yeah. that put the shorter kid out there yeah. who's fast, yeah. who's low to the ground already, right, catches right. it. If we're always throwing, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. So I think that as a leader or as a parent, you mm-hmm. just need to accept, okay, what are the strengths? Mm-hmm. Am I, am, do I have a yellow crayon mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I'm trying to make it a black yeah. crayon? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know no, what I'm saying? Yeah. I do, yeah. And no, that's so, real. And, and yeah. I think that whenever you do that, the person the child, the volunteer, the employee, all of those people begin to feel like I am now living in my zone. Yeah. yeah. And I think that that is one of the greatest feelings that mm-hmm. you can give people is whenever they are in their lane and they genuinely feel like they're adding value. Yeah. You will have more buy-in from people who are in their lane whenever they feel like they're adding value. This is what I've realized is that a leader's job is not to add value to an employer. Mm. It's not. It's to employ it's to put that employer in a place where they feel like they're adding value. Yeah. yeah. Then you have buy-in. Yeah. yeah. I think that's important and we've talked about this but yeah. one of my favorite things about Victory is the fact that there is a place for it everyone yeah every type of person yeah. like there will be Sundays where I walk around the lobby mm-hmm. and yeah the range of conversations that you have oh, like it's it, it's yeah. it has it has range yeah. and you know I think a huge thing too is there's been so many times I've been on staff for three years mm-hmm. well it'll be three years in August mm-hmm. I've been here for it'll be seven years mm-hmm. and which is crazy I've never been somewhere that long wow. but um, there's been times where people, you know, they're dropping balls or sure. they, um, which if you don't know that metaphor, it means making you're mistakes. just not doing your job yeah. right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh God. Yeah. Um, making mistakes or, yeah. um, you know, just, you know, not succeeding in the jobs that they're given or, sure. or the tasks that they have. And there's been times where people, it's like, why are they not doing this? Why are they mm-hmm. not doing this? And there has been times where I'm like, they were asked to yeah. do something yeah. that is not their strength. And I'm actually not mad at them right. because they are trying right. to do That's this. That's so good. You can't and be mad at someone. I'm like, I'm not mad at you. Signed yeah. to do something, right. and it's not their strength. Yeah. Right. So then it's because yeah. I fully believe that there is a place for everyone right. at, here at, at Victory. Yeah. And any time that somebody is just maybe not doing well somewhere, I'm like, well, is that what they're supposed to do? Yeah. 
Um, and, you know, there's been times where it's been years of not moving people into the lanes that they're supposed to be in. Right. And, you know, people can be upset that they're just not doing it well. And it's mm-hmm. like they're really doing this because you're asking. Right. It's not working, right, right, you know, right, and, but right. there is something that does yeah. work for them. That's right. I don't think there's anyone that's like, well, there's nothing that will work yeah, for you. That's, that's, you just yeah. can't be here. That's like that doesn't yeah. exist right. on our volunteers, on our staff like that. That's just not a thing. Yeah. So I just think for me, at least anytime because my I think my root um, negative emotion mm-hmm. that I get is anger like mm-hmm. that is the one that I switch to yeah. it's and not, negative. not a negative yes yeah, not a negative I mean, emotion me mommy mom boom blah, blah, blah. Um, there's no such thing as negative emotions that's why I cut them off yeah. yes thank you lessons from Buddha um, um, but I do think and that's why and I know people get upset about the Enneagram. They get upset about Myers-Briggs and all this stuff. It puts you in a box or it's rooted from right. Satanism or like, you know, like people <laughs> yeah. really go there and, yeah. you know, maybe. Yeah. But for me, I'm like, I'm not bowing down to the Enneagram every night. I don't pray to my Myers-Briggs. Right. But it, it really does show you like what people are good at, what totally. their strengths are, what they totally. enjoy. Yeah. And I don't know. It's helped me see people totally differently because Amazing. everyone can add value somewhere. They That's just have so to be true. put in the right lane, That's you so know. True. I love that. Yeah. One thing that I want to end with mm. is one of my favorites. There's two favorite scriptures that they says, and it says, with all thine getting, get wisdom, understanding. That's right. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I was going to say thine. Let's do a thine. <laughs> all go, thine, um, get, get, win, thine. C-R-A-Y-O-N. I'll edit it if you want me to do it correctly. I'll no, no, no. It. It's okay. Don't no, edit. this is behind the scenes. I wasn't going to. I, wanted to. Says, I was just going to say thine. So everyone in this world is trying to get something, get money, get whatever, get relationships, sure. get a step up, get achievements. I think the very mo- the most important thing is get understanding of yourself because yeah. understanding is the truth that you stand under. Yeah. So understand yourself. And then the second thing is that the, there's this short scripture in the Bible, just like how Jesus wept is a short one. Mm. This one says, know thyself. Mm. Know thyself. Yeah. And so I genuinely believe the one thing that you can do right now, even if you go, when am I going to get married? Or when am I going to be in my dream home? Or when am I going to hit it famous? Or when mm. am I going to finally plant my church? Or when yeah. in the waiting, know thyself, mm-hmm. get understanding. That is something that you can literally, the, mm-hmm. I, I was praying for a guy last night at our midweek service and he was like, I don't feel like I know God's purpose for my life. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, cause you're looking exterior. Mm, interesting. Everything that you need, God has already put on the inside of you. Yeah. Yeah. And if you are made in God's image, mm-hmm. if you're made in God's image, if you're a believer and you believe that, know thyself and getting understanding of yourself is actually getting to know God more. That's good. Yeah. So mm. anyways, we that's what we want to end with. But yeah. we just want to say thank you so much for joining us. Yeah. Dom, thank you so much for joining us. Thank today. you, guys. I was yeah. nervous. I told you this would go so well. I was well. so sick last I told night. you it would go I well. I actually texted him last night and said I may not do it. <laughs> what? <laughs> Exposed, but I did it. <laughs> I knew it would go this well. Yeah. Actually, I had high expectations and it went better than I thought. Yeah, it was good. Thank you guys. Thank you, Don. Love you. We'll and you um, let us know what you think of Easter 2023. Yeah, masterpiece. Thank you for being with us today. See you later. Bye. Bye.